brave, daring, a little stupid. Be a man. And we're recording. Hey, everybody, and welcome back or welcome to the Be A Man podcast, and thank you for tuning in. I'm Adam, and here with me is... Ben. Well, Ben, where were you able to uh, catch the spacewalk outside the International Space Station uh, this week? Uh, I missed it this week. I sent him my application. Still waiting to hear back to see when they want to send me up there. Yeah, they, they tell you how much rent was? Uh, no, they were, they were mum on that. <laughs> well, that's all right. You didn't catch it. But it's live again on June 14th, and they're doing another six-and-a-half-hour spacewalk. So, yeah, you got another chance to check it out if you want. And I was able to watch a little bit of it uh, this past Wednesday. It was really cool to see how many cameras they put on the thing. Apparently they have four cameras outside the station, and then each astronaut, the two astronauts that went out, each had a body cam. So they got some pretty cool coverage of it. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. So Ben, what you been up to? Uh, not much. You know, just working and enjoying the beautiful weather we've had. It's been like seventy all week. Yeah, as good as that gets. How about <laughs> you? How you doing? Well, you know, just just working at the news station, producing this podcast, and trying to come up with ideas for YouTube videos for the channel and stuff, and. So I just been wrapping my head around that for the last week or two. So you got some weddings coming up, don't you? Oh yeah, I got some weddings coming up. Do some videography for some weddings. Gonna break out the good old drone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hopefully I don't crash it into the back of the bride's head or something. Dude, what if you knock the podium over? That'd be so funny. Oh god. <laughs> be awful. I ran it into the cathedral. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll It'll be one memorable wedding. Exactly. Actually, should, it's my turn to tell a story today. That might be my story. I just thought of something. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we got the episode three, the animated podcast up on the YouTube channel. So if you guys are interested, go check that out. Please subscribe if you like. And uh, if you don't like, well, just don't subscribe, I guess. So. But uh, I do plan on putting out uh, our podcast from now on as kind of like a little animation, make it a little visual uh, on YouTube just to kind of diversify our content and get it on the old YouTube for other people to find and whatnot. So hit us with that thumbs up. That thummies up. Yes, sir. And that subscribe button. Check it out. We'll be posting these hopefully every week if I can get around to it. Sometimes I get a little busy. Get a little busy. I might uh might not get around to it on time, but we'll get around to it eventually. And so Ben's character might get a little makeover. I don't. Uh, do you think your cartoon was a good representation of you, or a little too <laughs> ugly? I other than the eyes, the eyes are just like staring <laughs> down into your soul the whole time. <laughs> I need some bottom eyelids or something. Yeah, they look a little buggy now. <laughs> I guess. I don't need the. Top and bottoms, cause I I look stoned as shit, but just need some bottom eyelids or something. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'd like to switch it up every once in a while and give us a little different dress every once in a while or something. Yeah, you can wear the dress. I'll, I'll take a normal normal clothes, you know? Shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> for, for holidays and things. Get all festive. Festivus for the rest of us. So I'll tag a link to our YouTube channel in the description of this so you can click it up if you want. Click it. Just click it on up. So today we've got some manly, brave, daring, and stupid stories lined up for you. We've got the luckiest horse in the world, our dumbass, or hero of the week. And to be honest, I think he's a hero, and I think you will too after you hear the story. He's definitely a hero in my book. <laughs> the Kent State graduate who brought an AR-10 onto campus grounds. It's a, that's a big story from this past week. Uh, we'll just give her a little insight on it. And then our event of the week, which I'll keep secret so it can be kind of a surprise. So, Ben, I want you to decide again. What's, what story should we talk about first besides the event of the week? I'm going to save that one for last. Uh, so, so I really don't get a pick what goes first. Um, let's go with this uh, student that brought the AR-10 into, on campus. All right. Well, that's cool. That's the first story I put in our rundown here. So we'll get on down to it. So a Kent State graduate, she she brought her AR-10 on the campus. And this was, I found on Fox News. It was Caitlin Bennett, a 22-year-old Second Amendment supporter from Zanesville, Ohio. Uh, she posed for one of her graduation photos in front of the uh, Kent State Student Center with an AR-10 rifle. And her graduation cap that read "Come and take it" on the top. Uh, her statement on the on the tweeter read, "Now that I've graduated from Kent State, I can finally arm myself on campus. I should have been able to do so as a student, especially since four unarmed students were shot and killed by the government on this campus." And she's she's referring to the shootings that happened on May fourth, nineteen seventy, of unarmed college students by members of the Ohio National Guard at Kent State University during a mass protest against the bombing of Cambodia by United States military forces in the Vietnam War. She told Fox, I wanted to draw attention to the gun policies on campus that allows guests to open carry, but not students. She said, I find it insulting that the school values the lives of their guests more than those attending the university for four years. And so, what do you think about that, Ben? Mm, I didn't realize all that was uh, on there. I just saw the link on uh, like Twitter and Facebook uh, with the, like a picture of her. And my first thought was just another person that's going too far with the whole yeah. uh, rights and trying anything. to make a giant political statement. Yeah. But I mean,. She's kind of got a point. I'm a big uh, supporter of the Second Amendment, but at the same time, I don't think that college students really need to be carrying. At least at Ball State, you didn't need to have a carry. So yeah, there's there's a whole lot of uh drinking and stuff that goes on in college. So I don't know if guns are the best thing <laughs> to throw into that mix. Yeah, you see what happened in the Wild West? You get cowboys and yeah, shit. People getting drunk and just dueling it out. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't realize that you could be a guest and carry in the United States on a 
college campus. I thought that was like a, a federal law. No, you're not allowed to carry on any school grounds. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently not at Kent State, and that's why I guess she did this because it was a big deal to her, and she thought it was silly. And quite honestly, it does sound pretty silly. Yeah. But I'm not trying to get into politics, but and all I'm saying, it's uh, definitely takes balls for what she did to yeah. make that statement, especially these days with all that shit going on with guns and schools. and Yeah. The gun did look pretty fun to shoot, though. I'll give her that. Yeah, yeah. And if you saw her picture, she's pretty attractive. Yeah, yeah, she was hot. Kind of a turn on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but what's next? Let's hear about this uh, lucky horse. Oh, God, this might, this might be my favorite story because I think it's funny. You're going to hear about right now the luckiest, fuckiest horse in the world. It's the triple crown winner from last year's Kentucky Derby, the American Pharaoh that lost me a shit ton of money. <laughs> and it's reti- he's retired to a life of sex, sex and more sex. According to an article on SportingNews.com, the triple crown winner ran three more races last year before retiring to a life, lavish life of fornication and relaxation. His breeding rights were sold to Coolmore Stud, for an undisclosed amount in 2014, he now commands $200,000 per impregnation. Holy shit. It also said he'll do it at least three times a day. Damn. <laughs> and he should make about $30 million for Coolmore this year alone and has already has success in the breeding shed with an 80% strike rate, they call it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Isn't that insane? Yeah. How do I... You can sell the breeding rights of an animal. What the fuck? Dude, that's one lucky horse. He gets... How much does he get per leg? He gets $200,000. $200,000 to knock up a horse. Dang. Three times <laughs> a day, he's going to be exhausted. I know. And my question is, is where is this job for me and why can't I find a job where I have sex all the time and make a shit ton of money? You have to be athletic and you have to win a, a sporting <laughs> event, I think. You don't think I'm athletic? Uh, I, I think if, if you were up against a professional athlete yeah. I think they would smoke you, dude. <laughs> my shit, my, I'd go to the damn sperm bank and they'd probably only give me five bucks for a spunk. <laughs> Dude, when I was in college, I looked up how much to or how much you get from donating sperm and stuff. Yeah, you know you have to fill out like a three-page application, and you have to have a college degree. You have to be over six foot. You can't have too much body fat what on you. What the fuck? Yeah, like they're really strict on. They're the trying to breed people. <laughs> well, when you're paying for the sperm, I guess you can. <laughs> it's like yeah, buyer's I want market. Sperm. <laughs> I want sperm. That has a college degree, you know? It's, yeah. like, it's like they have to have a college degree or I ain't taking it. I want my kids to be smart. Oh, yeah. I guess a lot of that, like, it, it is genetic, but come on. Yeah. Did it say how much it paid? No, I, I can't remember on that. <laughs> you had to get, like, accepted in, and then they would talk to you about it. Oh, interesting. I wonder if someone can actually make a living off of that. I I'd imagine you could probably get a good amount of money off of it. Yeah. 
depending on how many times they let you do it a day. Like, <laughs> yeah, I could probably go about five or six times a day. Yeah, those are amateur numbers, dude. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> yeah. bump those up. Once you get pro, you can get ten or fifteen in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what? Uh, what were the other stories? Uh, so, uh, we can do the story time, or we got uh, dumbass or hero of the week. Or we can go on to the event of the week, I guess. Well, let's hear about this hero of the week. All right. So this is out of the Daily Mirror in the UK. And it aired on KMTV, a local news station that's based in Kent, England. And one of their anchors, Cameron Tucker, was giving a live report about a couple that were caught growing almost 100 marijuana plants inside a cottage in rural Hoth, Kent. And so as this uh, news reporter, Tucker, was giving his story outside of the cannabis cottage, I like to call it, a man was caught on live local news carrying a large plant and then doing a runner, they said. And so this dude, he emerged from the cottage with this big plant, and as soon as he sees he's on camera, he books it out of the shot. Not (laughs) suspicious at all. (laughs) Nothing to see here. But he was qu- quick enough that authorities couldn't make out what the plant was, so he got away with it. I saw that video. He he booked it. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to get out of that shit. It's he like, was holding like a two-foot plant and just running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa. Oh, caught red-handed. <laughs> Almost. But he's cool, too quick. So is he a dumbass or a hero or I smart? He's definitely smart. Yeah, for so, running, I agree. Yeah. Uh, he, he just took a wrong turn. Right. Oh, shit, I should have went around the back. <laughs> right, he just had bad luck there. Yeah, yeah. Stepping out on camera like that. <laughs> I, was this just some random guy, or was this a guy that worked there? I don't... They didn't say who it was, but he did come out of that cottage where they growing all that cannabis and shit, so... Yeah, like if he was just one of the neighbors, because in the in the interview he's like the neighbors had no idea, and so they were just like, "Yeah, I wonder what's going on in here." Snuck in and was like, "Oh shit, I'm taking just, one of these." Like, oh, they they won't miss one out of the hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite the operation there in that little cottage. He's taking the essentials. All right, let's hear about this story you got. Right, you want my stories? Should I do the wedding one that I thought about? Did you fly a drone into somebody? Nah. Is it funny? It's not as funny as flying a drone into somebody, but it is pretty embarrassing. All right. All right. And so, all right. I was I was shooting a wedding, uh, doing a wedding gig, a wedding video for uh, a couple back in Indiana. And... Um, so we were in the church. The ceremony was going on. It was actually like probably three quarters of the way through the ceremony. It was pretty close to getting done. It was a big church. There was probably 150 to 200 people in there for this wedding. It was a pretty good-sized group. It was a cool couple, cool military couple. And uh, so I was going alongside the pews, like on the outside of the pews, I'm uh, trying to get shots and stuff, moving around. And um, on these walls of the church, they had these big, big banners and stuff hanging down, like these big, 
uh, I'd say 15 foot long banners. The festive banners. Yeah, 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 with stuff on them. I don't know. And um, uh, I'm getting my shot. I'm not even paying attention to these damn banners. And um, I'm backing up and hit the wall with one of these banners. And the whole thing just comes off its hook, <laughs> comes crashing down over me, and just blankets me. And it's just, I'm just like in it, like a pile, a, a messy pile, <laughs> video guy in a, in a mess there, and with this banner over me. Please tell me that was whenever the, the priestess, if there's any objections. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I emerged from the banner, it's like, I object. <laughs> Or I was like, shit, nah. And <laughs> and and so there's somebody real close to me and they saw it and like, oh, oh, and like got up real quick and got the banner off of me and helped me. And I was like, uh, and well, uh, well, first of all, when it hit me, I just, I sat there. I honestly sat there for like five seconds and was just like with my head down, like, oh God. <laughs> I'm getting fired. God, why do you do this to me? <laughs> And, and um, I had to pray after that, but this guy helped me get it off, and like I was like getting back to it and trying to forget about the whole thing, and I just glanced up at the couple, and <laughs> the groom was just like laughing his ass off during the ceremony, <laughs> and I was like, he had to see that, and I was like, oh god, the bride's just staring you down. You just ruined my big day. I know. I'm sure, pretty sure she was laughing too, actually. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody that saw it kind of chuckled. <laughs> but it was hella embarrassing. And so I hope that never happens again. Was that whenever you first started doing weddings? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was a good first impression there. Yeah. Luckily, I never have to see the couple again, so. <laughs> or anybody there again, probably. Down, down struggling. What if you would have knocked the one off and, like, they all just started tumbling? <laughs> Domino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, you just walked up to the couple and were like, okay, so here's my bill. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. You could just pay me now if you want. I'll be like, that'll be $300. Thanks. <laughs> Next. All right. What's up next? You want to hear about this event of the week, the last thing we're going to talk about tonight? I'm on the edge of my seat. Oh, boy. We're excited. So uh, I'll just start out by saying this week's wild event by saying get out your calendars and get yourselves ready. The World Naked Bike Ride is back. What? <laughs> Portland's preeminent nude cycling event will return this summer on Saturday, June 23rd. The meetup location is yet to be determined. That sounds miserable. Right? What? The World Naked Bike Ride. I was looking around the internet for events and stuff. I saw this and I was like, what the hell? I think you were clicking on the wrong kind of sites. (laughs) I did not see this um, <laughs> while Googling, you know what? Wait, 
What? Who wants to ride a bike naked? That seat is going to be so uncomfortable. I don't know. I just ride up. That'd be terrible. Oh, the World Naked Bike Ride is it's a officially a protest against our dependence on oil for cyclist safety and in support of body positivity. <laughs> you know, oil's bad. Okay, I'm just gonna strip down. <laughs> yeah, show you guys gonna, how bad this oil is. I'm just gonna get naked and ride my bike <laughs> to show how pissed off I am at oil. <laughs> this will show them. <laughs> So they just get naked and in protest. That's pretty wild. That's interesting. Uh, what if, what if you like? Because I've seen a couple of these bike races whenever they first start, and everybody like wrecks, and the one person in the front wrecks, and then causes <laughs> like a pile up of twenty people. <laughs> yeah. That'd be miserable. Their body parts flying in and out of everywhere. That'd be ugh. <laughs> uh, that would be a ugh. It'll be in the summer. Everybody be hot and sweaty. What if you get Big Bob out there on a bike? Ugh, the smells. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I will say it takes guts to get on your bare ass naked and ride a bike around. Yeah, I'll give them that. But um, apparently the last two years they just saw just shy of 9,000 attendees. So it's a pretty big event. Damn, nine. Like uh, guests and everything, or just riders? Riders. Holy shit. That's a whole lot of naked. <laughs> yeah, I know. A lot of naked. You can find out more on World Naked Bike Ride, Portland, Oregon, Facebook page. And it's already saying 203 are already going, and then uh, 267 are interested. So they, they got a few people going already, even though it's a... Uh, over a month off, so I don't I don't know if I'll keep up with this story or not. I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> that's that's insane. So I don't know. Maybe maybe you want to get wild and plan a trip to Portland for the event and just ride around on the bicycle in the nude. Yeah, or you could just go and watch. Yeah, you can watch them wreck if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you can go throw sticks into their sprockets. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the road rash you'd get if you oh, fell. Dude, that'd be miserable. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Would you do it? Uh, no, I hate riding a bike in general. And uh, just being naked on a bike doesn't sound better. Now, I mean, like, if if a really hot chick asked me to go do it with her, I'd consider it. But, you know, <laughs> how far are we talking on this bike ride? <laughs> I don't know. Are we going down, down the block or around the coast? Cause I, <laughs> Five miles uphill. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that much. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't even know how long it lasts and stuff. But they haven't even picked out a location yet, but they'll put it on their Facebook, I guess, when it gets closer. I found all this information on the Oregonian, uh, the website, OregonLive.com. If you want to go there and check it out and maybe get a little wild and go to Oregon and strip down to your skibbies and get on a bicycle, I mean, if you want to do that sort of thing, that's that that's there for you. Yeah, there's everything. This is America. We got everything. Yeah, this is America. You, you got dare, nude riders. Do you want? 
It's crazy. We got we had college grads carrying AR-10s, and we got nude riders. What more you need? I tell you what. All of it here and more. Would you do it? I'd rather dig a hole and lay in it and <laughs> bury myself in it. God. No, I <laughs> there would be something freeing about it, I think. I'd be like, wee! You know, just like such a free feeling. I feel like my balls and junk and stuff would be like just dangling off the side. Oh, of man. That, oh, that's just. I'd have to wear a cup. Dude, you, you can't. You gotta go nude. It's a <laughs> naked ride. <laughs> oh, you'd have to be pretty wild. I'd just watch. I'd mm. go to watch and just be like, wow, that's wild. And then if I'd have a few drinks in me, then I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's do it. We're streaking through the quad. <laughs> yeah, can I just run across the finish line naked? How's that? <laughs> you guys can ride. I'll just run it. <laughs> yeah. What kind of links are you clicking on now, Adam? Man, I, I'll tell you what. I'm just looking around for crazy shit on the internet anymore. Ever since I started doing this doing this podcast, I've been learning a lot. <laughs> and finding out a lot of crazy shit. Brave, manly, wild stuff. Be a man podcast. Where you gotta be a man. Check out that video I'm going to post of our animated selves on the old YouTube if you want. And subscribe if you want. And Who doesn't yeah. want it? You just got to hit that like button. Hit that sub button. Hit the old thumbs up if you want. And be a man. And just go on being a man. Be a man podcast right here at you. We'll talk to you next week with some crazy stuff coming up. And actually next week we might do something different. What do you say, Ben? We just we just shoot the shit and talk about all of uh, life's questions and answer them. Yeah, I could I could shoot the shit. Yeah, we'll just uh, yeah, we'll be ourselves and try and be funny. See how it goes. Yeah, it'll work. It'll I think it works. Uh, we'll talk to you later. See you next time. Yeah. I wonder what's going on in here.